Hello, I hope everybody is doing well. You guys know I am Simone, and here on this channel, we talk about anything beauty, business, and everything in between. One of the first things that I want to talk about before I get into our topic is virgin hair fertilizer. I know you guys are sick of me talking about that product, that product but listen, if you have bald spots, um, if you have thinning hair, and if you simply... If you just simply need a healthier way to try to grow your hair naturally, virgin hair fertilizer is the product. Whether you get it from me or get it anywhere online, look at the reviews. The product speaks for itself. And I am specifically talking to women who deal with a lot of thinning hair because you guys know our crown is everything to us. Other than makeup and clothes, our crown is like number one. You know, everybody wants a full head of hair despite what anyone is saying. I don't think no woman is out here saying, hey, I would like to have thin hair. I would like for you to see my bald head. Yes, that looks sexy. No, all women want a nice, healthy, thick crown of hair. And I am telling you guys from my own experience, when I used to put weaves in my hair, then I would wear wigs. I would, I would not take care of my hair. I would just go from one thing to the next. First, I learned to cut down on products and start using what really works for me. They have a lot of products out here on the market that claim to do a lot of things and some of the products do not do it. Virgin hair fertilizer does do it. I love it. Very simple ingredients. And let me tell you guys, it does have peppermint peppermint in it. So if you're one of those people who don't like the smell of peppermint or you don't like the tingling sensation, then this may not be the product for you. But for everybody else, try it. You might like it. Okay, now let's jump into our weekly news that uh, we're going to talk about. So I'm sure you guys have noticed because it's been all over the TV about these banks closing and people running on the banks. They're pulling their money out, the ones who can. And there was even, I think her name is Sharon Stone. Um, she's an actress. She claims she has lost half of her money with everything that's going on with the bank. So can you imagine having, you know, let me just throw a number out there, 100 million and overnight losing 50 million, right? It just evaporated into thin air. So I want you guys to pay attention to what is going on. A lot of people say that the banks is just a diversion, right? Because they want to go into one world currency. And this is a, a great way to get control of everything that's going on. But while the banks are falling, have you guys been noticing how the feds are trying to take over public schools? Or let me say not trying. They are taking over the schools. They are taking over the banks. They are really trying to get us down to this currency where everybody will follow along with this digital currency, right? So anybody that follow me, I'll always tell you guys that the little green pieces of paper that America print out is not money. It's simply paper. It's worth nothing, zero. If they decided to destroy it tonight, then that would be it, right? So pay attention to what's going on and just don't look at what they're telling you. 
I challenge you guys to look at what they're not saying, right? What are they not talking about, right? And if you go on every channel, you have the Republicans blaming the Democrats. You know, this is Biden, 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 Biden. And you have Biden blaming the Republicans, the Republicans. Listen, this is both their fault, you guys. This is not a time for the American people to be divided. This is time for people to open their brain and think about what's really going on and how does it really affect you, right? Well, that's really all that I wanted to say about that. Now, my next topic, we're going to talk about um, having faith in God and um, what does that look like? Why are we talking about this um, subject? We have a lot of people um, that come to me, maybe write letters, emails, and they talk about their relationships and how they are having relationship issues and what should they do about their relationship issue. Well, let me first say this. I'm not a guru, right? I couldn't really tell you how to stay in your relationship. I can only give give it to you from my perspective, right? And it's just my opinion. It doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't mean it's wrong. Maybe it will work. Maybe it won't. But let me tell you this. If you are in a relationship and you are constantly complaining to your best friend, uh, to your significant other, to your family members, to anybody that will hear you, hear you, the first thing I would tell you is this. One, stop telling everybody your business. Stop, stop telling everybody how miserable you think you are with your significant other. And have you ever took out a piece of paper and wrote down all their cons? I have told people this because this way you can look at everything you don't like, like right there physically and, and say, okay, I don't like this. But as you're writing down everything you don't like about your partner, let me ask you this. If you have more than 10, 15, some people have like 10 pages of things that they don't like about somebody. Do you think your partner deserves grace? That is the question. Do you think they deserve grace? Now, I've had people say, no, they don't, okay? He did this, 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 and that. The next question is, do you deserve grace from God? Do you deserve grace? Most people will say yes. So you can't be a hypocrite. You can't say that they don't deserve grace, but you do deserve grace, right? I don't really care about the issues or what's going on or who did it, who got it started, uh, when is it going to stop. None of that doesn't matter. Why not, instead of complaining about everything that you can find wrong with your partner, why don't you take your battle to the knees, right? What does that mean? That means get on the ground and talk to God. Battle in spirit instead of arguing every day, right? Because don't you get tired of arguing with your partner about the same thing? Some of us have argued with our partner for the last 15 years about the same thing. He come in the house and, you know, he doesn't show me any love. He doesn't talk to me. You know, he works too much. He this, he that. You know, he's ugly. He's fat. His ears too big. Oh, oh, he he's growing breasts. He this, he that. I mean, some of us have nothing but negative, nasty things to say about the person that we married or the person that we're with. The next question I have is when you met this person, did you feel those things? No. Do you think it's possible to fall back in love with a person that you think you fell out of love with? Now, I would suggest that after you write down all the things that you find wrong with your person, ball it up and throw it in the trash, make a new list, but this time write a list 
with all of the grace that God gives his children. Begin to pray. Now, listen, if you if you're not a praying person, if you're not a praying person, when you first start praying, it is hard. And I'm talking just 10 minutes. It is hard for you to sit in the closet for 10 minutes and really just pray. But I guarantee that if you would do it once a week, once a week, start off with once a week for 10 minutes. When you can get past 10 minutes, you can get to 30. When you get to 30, you will get to an hour and pray for your family. Take your family back, right? Stop just leaving it up to the universe or this invisible thing that you think is going to happen or if you don't say nothing, you think it's going to all get better. Remember, you're fighting things that you cannot see. Take your children back, right? Begin to write Begin to write things out and talk to God about the issues that you you are having. And then find passages in the Bible that you could stand on God's word, stand on his word and believe that he is the person who he say he is and that he will, he will be behind you. I wrote a few things out and let me guys tell you what I've written out and and what I have followed. And, you know, we'll do this for a couple of months and I'll come back to it. You guys let me know if it works. I put my marriage at the top of a blank piece of paper. So that means I'm starting fresh, right? My marriage. Um, I'm sorry, you guys. Let me put on my big old glasses. These reading glasses. Okay. My marriage. The first scripture I wrote down was Genesis 2.24. They shall be one flesh. You have to tell yourself that, you know, you and your husband is one, you know, you're not two separate people just, you know, going his way and her way. You guys are to come together under God. Hebrews 13, 4, marriage is honorable in all and the bed undefiled. What does that mean? That means don't bring people in your bedroom. You know, your body and your husband's body is, is special. Right. It's only for you and him. It's not for other people. It's not for you to go out and cheat and have affairs. Right. The bed is to be undefiled. Ephesians 5.22. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. The husband is the head of the wife. Now, I know for a lot of women, it's hard for you to submit to a man that's mean Henri, maybe he's a drunkard, maybe he curses you out, maybe he shows you no attention. Nonetheless, submit to your husband and give the situation to God. Now, I'm not saying if he's abusing you and, and you know, that craziness is happening, but I'm saying give yourself to your husband. Submit. It's nothing wrong with submitting to your husband, you guys, nothing, okay? Proverbs 18, 22. Whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtaineth favor of the Lord. So if if you happen to be a woman and you're married and you're still married despite whatever you're going through, it is a blessing from God, right? So depend on God. The last one I wrote is Proverbs 19:14. A prudent wife is from the Lord. You know the Bible also says, you know, it's something when a man lives in a house with a woman that's just 
you know, miserable. You know, all she want to do is argue. The Bible says it's better to go on top of the roof than to be in a house with a quarreling woman. You know, and you guys know that that's true. You know, if there's women on here that are married and you're one of them people who just complain about any and everything, then you know, you know, a person will run under a car to get away from you. We're going to also talk about some generational curses. I think that this is important, you guys, because when you read the Bible, you have to read the Bible with God's wisdom, right? And, you know, God curses down to the third and fourth generation of those who hate him, right? But listen to this. What if your mother did something, your grandmother did something? You know, start to look at these generational curses that are in your family. You know, was your father an alcoholic? Was your mother an alcoholic? Are you an alcoholic? Are your children an alcoholic? Think about that and think about that. This this curse, this generational curse kind of restarts itself on the next generations to those that keep being disobedient to God. So write down some things and begin to find God's word on everything. Um, here's one that I wrote down. James 5, 16. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. I think it's very important for us to confess our sins to each other, right? Because nobody is above this, right? We all, we all have sinned. You know, there's nobody that can say, I don't do this and I don't do that. Maybe you don't do what I do, but you definitely do something different. Romans 8.2, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus have made me free from the law of sin and death. You have to know in your heart beyond a shadow of a doubt. You have to know like you know, like you know, that this man, Christ, went upon the cross and died. He took your death. He took your sins away. So, you know, you have to be able to fight in the spirit and know that this is accurate. First John 1 19, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You guys, whatever you're struggle, struggling with, it's a fight. It's a fight. Even when you think you're not going to do it, you know, something whispers in your ear, do it, do it, do it. When something whispers in your ear and you know it's not godly, stand on Christ. You know, start memorizing these passages. Keep them in your heart. So when something happens, you know, it will come up to your mind. You know, you will have a remembrance of God. These things are very important. Psalm 103. Mm -mm -mm. Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Right? You guys have to remember death and life is in the tongue, right? Um, for your children. I think this is a good one that I'm getting ready to tell you for your family, for your children, for anybody that's hurt. Fear is Isaiah 41.10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yes, I will help thee. Yes, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. You guys, we, we only have one Lord and Savior. And it doesn't matter whether you believe in him or not. He believes in you. It doesn't matter or not whether you love him. He loves you. And as long as you have breath in your body, you have a chance at redemption. I say this because 
we're fighting the wrong battles, you guys. We're fighting people with words. You know, we're cursing people out. We have our fists up. We're threatening people. You know, um, your wife might say to her husband, I wish I would have never married you. The husband may say, the husband may say, you're fat and ugly. What has happened to you? Instead of fighting, battling, going back and forth just to hurt each other, we're not supposed to do that. We're called to be nice to people, even if they treat us like dirt. We're called to forgive, pray for people, right? I want you guys to, to start something new. Instead of using words to hurt one another, get on your knees. Fight with God. You know, let God, because listen, if God fight for you, baby, you can't lose. You know, sometimes you get into a fight when you're a young kid, you know, you lose the fight. But if God fight for you, who can be against you. Okay, you guys, this is Simone Faith here, 252 Beauty Supply, where beauty has a purpose, right? Beauty has a purpose. What good is it just to look good on the outside, but not have anything on the inside, right? So along with looking good on the outside, we want people to feel good about themselves and about their inner, right? Everything, the health aspect, um, um, logic, feelings, the experience. We want you to have the whole thing. So the concept here, 252 Beauty Supply, is beauty has to have a purpose, right? Right. Okay, you guys, this is Simone Faith, and today is Saturday. I will talk to you guys again Monday. You guys have a blessed day. Bye.